Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other pantsless host, Blake Rea. AJ and I are recording in <laughs> separate places this week because of uh, we're a little bit on lockdown. And AJ, I could just have no pants and underwear right now, and that and you wouldn't know. I. Why would you put that image into <laughs> me at the very beginning of the podcast? Because like even <laughs> now, I have to imagine you with your I'm dick out free, now, bro. just balls out, balls on your <laughs> seat, just chilling. Like, hey, how's it going? It's me podcasting, and you have like a t-shirt on still. It's just like your zone. You know what my t-shirt. Out. You know what my t-shirt says on it. It says danger choking hazard. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, that it's that suck hoodie that Andrew made. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So Animal Crossing's out. It's Animal yeah. Crossing and Doomsday. All came also, out this weekend. We we were talking about it. Um, we were going to launch merch, but we decided our whole merch line is going to exist in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> we don't have to do any of the labor no. for that. No, An- An- Andrew's got our back. <laughs> yeah, one of our dear followers hooked us up and built some Animal Crossing hoodies, and it's very, very cute and very adorable, and we will be reblogging that I on don't Twitter. Think- I don't think cute is the descriptor. Like it just says suck on it. It's a doabo. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, if you guys do- are new to the podcast, we uh, are a comedy video game sign podcast where we take your lovely ideas from YouTube, Reddit. Not official uh, channels. Hold on, wait. The first shit, one wasn't I th- shit. I thought I thought I was gonna be able to get that past you. <laughs> um from Reddit, email, Twitter, and YouTube. It's Not official, official channels. channels. <laughs> oh fuck didn't you um uh didn't you get like a facebook message the other day i did like, with a, with a we'll submission talk about that later but yes <laughs> we did get a submission through facebook messenger and that was very clever don't do it again <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so aj how oh, I, I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday on the recording that went bad. Yeah, we had a, um, <laughs> we had a corrupted file yesterday, we, so we're we going we were in, fif- going at it again. We we were about fifteen minutes into an episode. Thank God it was only that much, and then mm, the battery on my recorder died. So, and when this recorder dies in the middle of recording, it just deletes the whole file. So that's 15 minutes of Doom and Animal Crossing jokes that we have lost. Actually, I was also eating a lot of donuts, which was super fucking obnoxious you did in crush hindsight. crush like eight donuts in the 15-minute mark, and I was really impressed and also horrified about the noises that were coming off of your microphone just and into my the, ears. Just the wet, the wet feel, or actually no, the wet sounds of powdered donut. And we lost that, and now our audience, our poor audience, will never get to experience I, your horrible I, donut crimes. I'm kind of grateful for it. It was very disgusting. Somebody AJ, is so bummed about that. Tell I me. don't know who. <laughs> well, uh. <laughs> hey. Um. All right. All right. All right. Give me your first game idea. All right. I got a video game submission. This comes from I am not witty enough for a funny name at ARP1033. A game based off of Cats and Dogs, the movie of dubious quality. You know what's so funny? That was like one of my favorite movies growing up. Was it, it really? Just... Oh, actually, wait. I, 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 it was one of my favorites, but it was also... I've told you this story before where like back at my... I, I lived in a house of like 10 kids. They were all, my, they were all legitimately my parents' kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they would do the thing where they would just leave movies rerunning day after day after day after day. Uh, Cats and Dogs was one of them. Uh, among the <laughs> others was Bible Man, which was a lightsaber superhero Christian movie. Hell yes, um, Bible Man. <laughs> uh, White Chicks and Treasure Planet was another one of them. Okay. Treasure Planet's good. All I of these re-watch- mo- well, three out of four of these movies rule so hard, actually. Which, wait, which one's the one that you don't think rules that hard? Cats and Dogs. Really? Yeah, I this movie, them. as I remember it, was very bad. You don't like well, the like, fucking the kick-ass Russian uh russian blue cat that pooped grenades like that was my favorite fucking part <laughs> actually no it didn't poop grenades it hacked them up i think it did hack up uh furball grenades here's my problem with that movie and it's because like this was the time when like we were getting all of these yeah. horrible cg dog mouth movies right like 
oh, we yeah, were getting like snow dogs, cats, cats and dogs, dogs, snow dogs, air buddies. Was cats mm-hmm. and dogs the one where like the one kid's dog could like talk to him, or am I thinking of a different movie? And there was a boxer, and the boxer was like, "Ooh, can I have a cookie? I want a cookie. I'm the boxer dog, and I want a cookie." I think that is the same movie because I remember each dog having really weird personalities and that <laughs> sounds like it makes sense because there's I I don't think he could talk to them because yeah no they couldn't the the I remember there's a scene where like he's barking at the kid but the kid can't understand him so I don't think they can hear they can understand each other was it a baby so that, geniuses two thing where in, in order for the human to talk to the dog they had to in like accept their inner dog and then they could talk to the dog that sounds like like in everybody's dumb. favorite mo- movie super baby geniuses too aj i have no <laughs> idea what that movie is and i think that's there's a reason for that uh, super baby geniuses too is <laughs> does it have anything to do with boss baby no absolutely not <laughs> Okay. Okay. Let's come back. Let's come back to the idea because we've been we've been just, just I I've been sitting here without pants and now I, I don't know <laughs> I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated. Now you're just um, swinging in the wind. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um. So, uh, what ki- I think it's kind of like World of Warcraft, where you get to pick your alliance. It's yes. Your, like what? Are, Cats what are or dogs? Two- horde or alliance? Yes, I'm into uh-huh. that. So who's the horde and who's the alliance? I think dogs are alliance because dogs are universally kind of good, but you know not always. I think cats are better, but you know let's go with the social standard, right? Well, no, that's that's the whole thing, right? Because like in League of or in World of World World of Warcraft, is World of Warts, World of War Warts, Warts Warts of Warcraft, whatever the fuck you just. Saying. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I just became horribly unable to Dude, pronounce being that. A- be, not not seeing the sun is slowly degrading your brain, bro. <laughs> you need to you need to go for a walk or something. Well, the issue <laughs> is that I've been playing too much Animal Crossing, and I'm slowly starting to learn their language. But see, oh god, it's so see, World then of you're War- perfect for the job because you know you've been spending time around animals and shit like that. So World of Warcraft has like the the horde which is just a better and more interesting group of people and then there's the alliance which are like we're the good guys and they're all just horribly racist oh shit that is kind of yeah that is kind of thick well i mean which was of course the plot of cats and dogs dogs weren't racist to cats cats were just like innately evil in that movie what are the different classes of cats and dogs we can get so well, we, we obviously just, we would we have just to use them from the movie, s- the like spy each... ninja cat. There is well, the well. You look at it. Look at it like um, Counter Strike, not Counter Strike. Uh, what's that one where you're like having to break into houses? Counter Strike. Let's it's use not... this. The Rainbow Six Counter Strike or Rainbow yeah, Six Siege? Ra- no Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, where yes, it's like we'll it, there's the tactician. There's like the there's the uh, the brawn guy that has like lays a bunch of traps and stuff. There's the person. There's like the gadgeteer people, which each side did have that. There was the dog that would like come out of the manholes or whatever and give you like technical advice, and he was like a he's like that adorable dog that's like shaved everywhere except <laughs> for the mane. Yeah. So, are we going to the? Is it basically like Rainbow Six Siege where you? It is like Rainbow Six Siege because but you're playing animals that are breaking into opposing animals' houses. Yes. So you're either playing the defenders, which the defenders can be cats or dogs. And then you're just in you're invading. So what are some of the tools that cats use? Okay. Here, hairball just, grenade. Let, hairball grenade. <laughs> I you know what's fuck? I, I think Grappling I hook. I think one of the cats had a glaive. Like, you know, like blade? Like he had that that fucking like five bladed shuriken handle okay. thing. Can we talk about glaives for a second? Why sure, the Sure, I love glaives. Why the fuck are there two different things that are both called glaives in the world? There's like a really? glaive as like the big ass net like shuriken that you can throw. And then there's a glaive which is just like a big knife on a stick. And I've always been a huge fan of the big knife on a stick glaive. And when I saw somebody uh-huh. be like, oh, you know a glaive? Like the crawl glaive or something? And I was like, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about? That is a ninja star. 
So can somebody I mean, please tell me why we have two things that are both called glaives and they're completely different? That would well, be like, how about, this is like the real world situation of like, you know, that stupid, that like incredibly good. I'm sorry. I almost misspoke. You know, that incredibly good movie of Romeo and Juliet where the guy's like, give me my sword. And he brings out a Tommy gun. This is like yeah. the real world situation of that where there are two things called glaive and they're so, so different. So hot take, don't really like that movie. Fuck two, you. <laughs> two, what if you do a thing where it's like every weapon is that? So it's like each <laughs> side, no, 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 no. Like each side uses the same like named weapon, but the weapons are different. So the cats <laughs> use the throwing glaive while the dogs use their cool mouths to like have a spear. By the way, I don't, I forget where I saw it, but there was like a, um, there's like there's this artist that makes like a lot of um, old like ink, uh, Japanese ink art, and they just draw dogs with armor and spears and bows and shit. And it's the most adorable thing ever. I wish I remember the name of the artist, but it's really beautiful. So they would be in play- charge of giving us different cosmetic skins for all of our cool dog factions and our would cool it- dog AJ. insurgents. I don't know what we're going to call the characters. Uh, how about how about this? It- <laughs> good boys or bad boys? Like you've been a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, you know, whenever my cat pisses on the front door, I call him a bad boy. So, like, I think that's pretty applicable. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. All the skins are from various early 2000s, like, bad CG dog movies. <laughs> there's an Air Bud skin set. There's a, there's an Air Bud skin set, and instead of grenades, he has, like, explosive basketballs or something. <laughs> Uh, you know, what are some CG cat movies from that time? I think it was like mainly dogs. Oh shit. Which yeah. is which is racist. Well, because dogs can, you can actually command a dog. When have you ever seen a cat sit on command? I mean, have you seen Cats versus Dogs? They were pretty good at it. <laughs> have you no, have you gone I, to the Universal Live show I've where they show the animals? From doing this bit and this game submission, it is that I don't remember a single thing about cats and dogs. <laughs> well, I think we've been talking about it enough. So, do you want to go into another game? Yes, you give me one. AJ, as you know, Animal Crossing and Doom just came out, right? Yes, I referenced that already. I've already yes. made that joke for this podcast session, Blake. We have to move and, on to another <laughs> unique <laughs> joke. Well, guess what? We're coming back to that joke. Gazer <laughs> suggests, at Gazer, at Just Gazer on Twitter, the Animal Crossing-Doom crossover we all want. AJ, I've played a shit ton of Doom. You've played a shit ton of Animal Crossing. You're going to name something from Animal Crossing, and I'm going to name something from Doom, and we got to make a level out of that, okay? Okay, give me a second. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. On three, we're going to name something, okay? Uh, uh, okay, sure. Okay. One, two, three. Paying off debt. Super shotgun. Oh, so it's a super shotgun using to pay off debt. So is this the game where we finally kill Tom Nook, where Isabel loses her shit and a actually A super kills Tom shotgun Nook? where somebody is trying to pay off their debt is just Bioshock Infinite. What? <laughs> Use the shotgun and wipe away their debt. Oh, fuck, you're right. I guess we just made Bioshock then, huh? <laughs> Who knew Bioshock Infinite was just a copy of... Uh, Bioshock from, like, what, 2015 is just a copy of tw- 2020's Doom Eternal... And, assa- and I was going to say Assassin's <laughs> I, Fuck, that's a side thing that I keep doing. Everybody keeps referencing Animal Crossing as AC on, like, Twitter. So I keep thinking it's Assassin's Creed. And I'm like, this doesn't... This 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 was here first. Stop yeah, it. I keep on thinking of it as Animal Crossing and, like, Assassin's Creed and getting that mixed up also. <laughs> so if we're going to make a crossover of Doom, uh, Doom and Animal Crossing, I... Side note, I know we've talked about it on previous episodes, but all of the art that comes out where it's just like Isabel and Doomguy just hanging out and being friends is just the coolest, cutest fucking thing ever. Um, Maybe that's the game we need then. We need we need Doomguy in Animal Crossing and Isabel uh-huh. in Doom. So battle mode in Doom allows you to have new skins. So you're, is it just going to be like... We can go through the whole game as Isabel? No, I want Isabel to be a weapon that Doom Guy can pick up and get ammo for. Okay, tell me what kind of ammo do you feed in Isabel, AJ? <laughs> Smaller is guns. It, is it just bell <gasps> she fires bells from her mouth? Because that's like the currency, right? <laughs> she proje- No, I was thinking like, you know that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where 
um, Groot and Rocket Raccoon are just like like rockets spinning all around Groot while Groot's mm-hmm. also shooting a gun. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want that to be like the whole game. I want you to run around as Doom Slayer and a tiny Isabelle is clambering all over you, shooting her own tinier gun. How, how about how about this? How about this? How about this? So. One of two things can happen. They introduce something new in this game where you are meeting more of like Doomslayer's like clan or what he's from. You're meeting um, what? Yeah, you're meeting like who the organiz like the Knight Order. I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid spoilers because this game like is way more in depth in terms of lore than the first one was. But you get to see uh, where Doom Guy is from. And it's in the trailer, so this isn't a spoilery thing, but he gets a new sword, you know, like that cool red one that's just made of pure negative rage. It's just made of rage energy. I'm thinking you either do a thing where Doomguy's wielding that sword and and Isabel is on his shoulder with a gun, or we <laughs> I have like Doomguy with a image a lot. Or we have Doom Guy with a gun and Isabel wielding a giant fucking sword, <laughs> like a berserk-sized Dragon Slayer sword that's made of her pure-ass rage. I do so, like the idea of Isabel with a big fuck-off sword. So how about this? So if it's a, it's shoot, uh, it, our whole basis is super shotgun to pay off debt, right? Uh-huh. So they, they're like these hell priests in Doom, right? You could so just the call hell- them Tom Nook. So that's what I was going to say. Tom, Tom Nook <laughs> becomes a hell priest for like doom, like dooms, like hell. And they have to fight their fucking way to Mars. And you know how we do, and you know how we fucking do this, AJ? Because like the whole new game is about customizing your own island, right? Yes. You have to fight your way through the eight planets to get to Mars. You start off on Pluto and you can customize each planet along the way. <gasps> so you have yes. to you have to you have to beat all of the monsters on that level or that planet and then you could customize that planet however you want cuz it's your own private little planet. But <laughs> each planet has a limited access to certain resources. So like you can only mine for this thing on Pluto. But then you get to the next planet, you can start building new things with the materials from Pluto. And I forget the next planet up. Forgive me. Jupiter? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who do I look like? Nostradamus? Nah, you you make commercials for scooters. I can't ask you planet questions. <laughs> I got another submission for you. Okay, tell me about it. This comes from the spiritual successor Reddit from Too Many Bees. A crossover mm-hmm. in the style of Crash Bandicoot Purple and Spyro Orange with current PlayStation mascot characters. Have we done this before? We kind of did, but it was with two random ca- crossovers that you and I each picked. Yeah, I don't really remember much about that one, but I remember we did something. So, can we you ended up cre- to be again? Um essentially what I want you to do is name a Sony poster child character. That's current, like a current Sony poster character. Okay, that's easy. And I will also name a Sony current poster character. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Kratos. Ellie. So it's Ellie in the God of War universe. <laughs> and so Kratos in the... <laughs> and Kratos. The power dynamic is vastly different. So I think Kratos will just... All of the problems they have in Last of Us where they're like, we need to fight our way across the city. Um, Kratos fucking doesn't have to deal with it kratos looks at the zombies meanly and they just burst into flames yeah like uh, kratos has beaten up zombies before hasn't he gone to like the underworld and the and the original crate and the the original kratos games the original original god of war games yeah i'm pretty sure yeah he went to hell and then there was the horrible uh mini game where or the horrible platforming segment you had to beat to beat the game oh my god that they I did not you play test and so you had to spend hours trying to climb up a fucking ladder oh my god i remember coming over a couple of times to your house where you were just in the middle of playing that and i'm like it's been a week and you're still at this section it, what happened it <laughs> was so infuriating you're, you're talking about the cliff one right where if you get knocked off you just fall all the way back to the bottom of the level right yeah it was when you oh, were in hell there fuck. was like a ladder you had to climb up that was like a spinning wall of knives and it was uh-huh. apparently supposedly not play tested like that was uh-huh. a thing that nobody got around to play testing to see how difficult it would be to actually climb up this spinning ladder of knives uh-huh and it took me like three or four hours to just try to climb up this stupid thing. Uh, but we're not going to worry about the horrible knife ladder. 
so we're gonna Ellie's, worry about. <laughs> I don't know how Ellie's gonna get past Knife Ladder, dude. I don't know how Ellie's going to she's, deal with literally anything because she's like she's a strong badass, but like I don't know. <laughs> I like the idea of Ellie and Atreus trying to hang out and being edgy teenagers together, though, oh, and going shit. on their own incredible road trip. Okay, so they're road tripping through the eight the through Greek mythology, basically. Yes. So is like her end goal that she needs to go and like just beat the shit out of uh, Zeus to be <laughs> sent back to her world. Yeah, of course she needs to get some sort of godlike power to jump the multiverse and get back to her cool zombie infested land, which is apparently much safer than her current situation. You know, you know, it would be interesting. Okay. Stick with me here for a second. Why don't right. we use like the modern Kratos game? Yeah, the new God of War. The new God of War and the new Last of Us. Because the new Last of Us, you're in the Ellie's in the pilot seat, and Joel is kind of old and a little bit frail now. So both of these games are about like taking care of somebody. Because like Kratos has to take care of his son, right? Yes. So what if they just swap them? So it's Ellie <gasps> is swap in, it has the kids. So no, well you can either. Oh my god, that's even better. You swap their fucking kids. <laughs> oh holy shit, that's so much better than what I was thinking. So like, uh, fucking Ellie has to take care of this rowdy little angry boy who's part god. Holy shit! And Kratos wait. has to just mind this other dad. And okay, wait. Dude, yes, think that... of the dad jokes, though. Think of like the amazing dad <laughs> jokes between Kratos and Joel, because Joel will joke. Kratos has no fucking capacity to joke. Okay, so which of. wait? So which are we going to go on? Are we taking the idea of Kratos and Joel hanging out while the kids are hanging out, or do we want to swap the kids and keep the adults? So Joel gets Atreus, and Kratos mm-hmm. gets Ellie. I. I, I don't know. I think the idea of the parents having to fight their way to their kids and then the kids having to fight their way to the parents is kind of funnier. Funnier I, than the situation we could have of Ellie explaining to Kratos what a comic book is. Oh, shit. Oh, or reading, <laughs> or reading her joke book to him. Oh, fuck. He's like, I do not get the context of these jokes. What is a car? I don't know what a car is. Okay, yeah, you so- you sold me. Joel taking care of this rowdy boy would be very fun. Like, teach- <laughs> Actually, you know, I think Joel and Arturis would actually get along really well. Joel and well. Atreus would get along very well because they're both a little, like, cr- like silent and they're just not very talkative people well i think arturius wants to joke more he wants to hang out so like this would be cool because like when ellie finally breaks kratos and teaches him how to laugh arturius is going to have a better time when he comes back right what i also really like is the first last of us had this whole arc about ellie finally getting her first gun and we we (laughs) both know that kratos would be like hello ellie it's nice to meet you. I brought you three swords. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And it's like fucking um. You you do it like the opening level is you deciding which sword you want to go with. So it's like um. <laughs> it's like Infamous Two where you get to choose which power you get, and it changes the rest of the game basically. Oh, okay, yeah. When you choose between being a good or evil character, like halfway yeah. through, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then and that dep- depending on which one you choose, you get to choose different um. It the play style becomes different. So Ellie can either get the sword of ice, the sword of fire, or the sword of teleportation, <laughs> which I think she'd have fun with. Oh, the sword of trickery. So she like kind of like teaches Kratos how to have fun, but on his level. <laughs> so like she teaches him comedy through bloodshed or some shit like that. <laughs> She's just fucking insane. <laughs> just really insane, you know. Okay. Let's put a Do pin you- in this one. You have another yes. video game idea. I do have another video game idea for you. You guys missed out yesterday. Like um, the the <laughs> the stuff we were losing yesterday. All of my submissions were Doom related. Thank you, Gazer. All right, this one comes to us from Moss Lucky Charms Soothsayer at the low at the lovely Felix. Wow, that's a long name. Um, a driving sim like truck simulator, but for every driving violation you get in the game, the cops show up to your house in real life to either arrest you or give you. Uh, give you a fine that you have to pay with real money. I do want to add a mechanic okay. where that you can save up money in the game to pay off your real life tickets. That's just <laughs> that's such a funny in-game currency. But 
I think this game is about trying to get away with crimes. So you're like <laughs> trying to get away with crimes. Um, if you can get away with it, you can totally run people over in this game. But if you are caught in game, you get arrested for killing people. <laughs> you're put on trial, like just as if like that were to happen, like real life trial, like real life trial. Because that's what that's what the submission's saying. Like if you do a violation, you will get you will have to pay real ass money and do real ass jail time. So I think this game is just about trying to get away with things. It's like GTA, but if you were caught doing any of the dumb shit you do in GTA, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> so, like, you know what you could do? You can introduce um, in the new Red Dead game, you actually can put on masks. So you, if, you know, you go rob a train, they don't know your identity or they don't know who robbed the train. So maybe This is the same like as that. this would be installing an ISP. An ISP? How do you mean? Right. No, not ISP, VPN. Oh, so we're... Oh. What, what's <laughs> so the, the thing where the, you... Yeah, no, 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 VPN's right. VPN's okay. Right. It makes you look like you're coming from a different location. Yes. Yes. So it's you're you're doing... You're violating the law by driving, and then... But they're not going to co- come arrest me, Blake. They're going to come arrest you, because I have a VPN that says I'm coming from your house. I don't think it's that exact, but for this game, maybe. <laughs> And no, it takes your uh, it takes instead of taking your VPN, it takes your um, uh, what's the your, your internet code or something? It's like your your uh, sir, uh, uh, it's the thing that like it direct like it shows where and in, in where people are accessing their internet. On I a think house that's by what cookies basis. are. Is that? I no, think cookies are just not like what cookies are. <laughs> fuck, AJ, we're gonna get text again of how you and I don't know anything, and then we're gonna get like just gonna get shit on in our Discord. <laughs> Yeah, let's pick another video game then. <laughs> Just because we don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid of g- things I don't know, like any normal American. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, give me a, give me a game, please. While you're deciding on a game, I just want to tell I just want to make a little little thing to everybody if that's all right. I am ha- I we got so many messages this past week of like be- people like thanking us for still making content while they're indoors. And just, like, we're going through some crazy shit here in L.A. And, like, just logging in every day and seeing that was, like, it helped get me through last week. Like, it was, like, really, really soft. And, like, it's like, man, you know, shit's crazy, but people are pe- uh, people like what we're doing. And that we're helping. And that f- was really heartfelt for me. Yeah. I'm glad to know that somebody out there might be listening to this. And we're making their quarantine a little bit easier. Because... Yeah, I- it's boring out here, y'all. Actually, speaking yeah. of which, um, Blake and I are going to be in the next couple of days on the Spiritual Successor Twitter, kind of shouting out some of the stuff that we've been listening to to fill the time for the quarantine. Yeah. So definitely, definitely check that out for kind of just a thread of recommendations that we've liked recently. Yeah, we're also starting to do some uh, gaming with our Discord. Like we're we've been passing out Switch friend codes. We got to figure out. I think. I, I might just have to pick up Animal Crossing because that's what everybody on the Discord is playing. <laughs> All right, you got a game submission for me? Here's a submission also <laughs> from the Reddit. This comes from X-Ray950 on Spiritual Successor Reddit. Hell an, yeah. An open world online backyard... Wait, nope, that's the wrong one. This comes from the Spiritual Successor Reddit from user GraySever87. A competitive multiplayer game where players, as dogs, must find and bury bones... Points are awarded based on number, quality, and size of the bones buried. So are you stealing bones from... Where do you get the bones, AJ? That's the question, right? Where does a dog get a bone? But I'm not ready to talk about the morality of that question. You know, that's one of the, that's one of the old questions, right? What came first, the chicken or the egg? So, okay. You know, actually, because I was just mentioning Moonlighter... I love games that double as two different games in one. Moonlighter is, for those who don't know, a the greatest roguelike. game ever made. I ooh, that's arguable. It's a fun game. I wouldn't say the greatest game. <laughs> um, it, it, it it doubles as two games. One is a roguelike sort of dungeon crawler where you're beating up monsters and picking up their body parts, and then the second part of the game is taking everything you find in these dungeons and selling them in your little shop that you get to design, which is super wholesome and so and cool. I've been playing so, Moonlighter almost like like before I hopped into Animal Crossing. Moonlighter was like my podcast video game, and it is oh, the so most. Good. It's the perfect podcasting video so, game. You can so, just listen to so, anything while you play that. How about this? 
you there too this is a co-op game or like it's a versus game you are two dogs living under under the same house there's a limited amount of real estate in the backyard so only a certain amount of bones of varying sizes can be buried there so that's one part of the game the second part of the game is each of these dogs going off on their own little hunting uh, hunting sneaky mission where they have to steal a bone from something either a museum uh, a morgue or um I don't know where else you find bones. A cemetery. I okay, guess. wait. I like this idea a lot. This yeah. this competitive roguelike video game, right? So like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, we we you and I played Crawl recently, which kind of yes. was like a really exciting competitive roguelike where you entered the dungeon and everybody was competing to be the hero, and then yes. the pe- whoever wasn't the hero got to be the monsters. Yes, oh, it's such a cool game. But what if you were playing a game where like. You have a timer of, say, 10 minutes to enter mm-hmm. a dungeon, and mm-hmm. all four players go into their own rogue-like dungeon where they can run around, go buy parts, get upgrades, and they have to keep getting going deeper and deeper, but they're only allowed to carry one bone at a time, and maybe their bone is their weapon. So like they can upgrade <gasps> to a different bone as uh-huh. they get deeper and deeper into the dungeon. But uh-huh. once the timer is up, they then have to go back to the backyard and depending on who, okay, whoever was furthest in the dungeon gets to go to the backyard first, and they get to hide their bone. Mm-hmm. Well, when I'm thinking, okay, so we have our base, these two dogs, like here's the opening of the game. These two dogs are digging in their backyard for bones. Find, they, um, they find a hole that leads into a dungeon, and basically these two dogs can go into the dungeon and fight their way deeper and deeper and deeper. As they, the further you get, the bigger the bones get, or the like, the more like elegant or collectible the bones get. But if you and die, then, you don't get a bone. Yes, if you die, you have to start back at the beginning, but you only have five minutes to get the biggest bone you can get. But here's the thing: during the last like thirty seconds or something, the cave starts to collapse. So then it becomes like running back through all of the levels that you did, and you kind of need to remember the map. So there's a chance that you can get an amazing bone at like the deepest dungeon level of this hole, but you might not be able to run back in time. Okay. You need to be able to fight your way as fast as you can to the end, but also like um, there's like this progression system where you can like like Moonlighter, you can get more armor as you go on. So yes, that was going to be my next little question. And armor. How does okay? So I think that I love this roguelike part of where you're playing a dog going into these dungeons to get a bigger bone. Mm-hmm. I want to nail down how does the hiding mechanic work when you're trying to hide your bone from your competitor. I think there. Let's say there's three rounds, and there maybe you have a backpack that has a limited amount of space. Let's say that that way you can get more than just one bone. There is a limp, like say there's 10 boxes like on the grid of the backyard. Certain bones take up more squares, but like the bigger the bone, the more it's worth. So there's a limited amount of space that you can have. So during one descent, you can collect this many bones and like say you collect more than one, but you only have enough space. So, so does like, the final round, like after after your dungeoneering round, that timer comes up, everybody's supposed to go back up, you hide your bones, and then you play like a game of Battleship? Well, I don't... I, oh, I see what you're getting at. You want to turn... I was thinking more of just like, it's whoever has the bigger or most... or the biggest collection of bones, either like individual bones that are huge or just like a bunch of small ones that equate to more than that no, one no, big no. bone? It's not just a score thing because like part of the submission was like um, <gasps> a multiplayer AJ, games I where players it. as dogs hide and bury their bones. And also you mentioned Moonlighter and Moonlighter has such a clear difference in gameplay from the dungeoneering and the shop running. So I want to uh-huh. figure out what that game is when you're above ground post-dungeoneering. I have it, I have it, I have it, I have okay, it. Okay, what so, is it? The whole also, reason or, dogs... or hear me, let, tell me it in two sentences uh, me... because I do want to put a pin in this. This has nuggability. Okay, I think this is what it should be. So basically, you know why dogs hide bones? Because they don't want anybody else to fucking find them. I thought so. I've always so, thought it was like, because they were trying to build a, trying to plant a bone tree. Uh, okay that, that, very different things well stick with me and then we can maybe talk about that idea okay. i'm thinking what happens is is you can randomly plant your bone on your side of the yard but then there's going to be a couple people that are going to come do a random sweep and dig things up 
So depending on where you plant it, that might be higher chances of it being dug up or maybe it's a random thing. So I don't like a human is going like the like the dad is in the backyard gardening and he finds a bone. That means you lost that bone. It's now it doesn't add to your score. So there's like a kind of a gambling element of like, okay, I want to put I want to space my bones apart. So just in case he finds one, he doesn't find the rest of them or something like that. I don't, but I don't think it's like the AI. Like I think that the other players can guess where your bones are. Like I really want to lean into. Like I like this battleship idea actually. So and so, maybe there's a thing where like when you're dungeoneering, right? Like you're down in the dungeon, you can find items or purchase items in the dungeoneering phase that would let you get a second guess as to where somebody's bone is at. Oh, like where they buried okay. It. So, so if it's you versus me, it would be like at the after we both collected our bones, I could take a couple of guesses where some of your bones are going to be, and if I dig them up, I, they're mine now. Yes. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. I think that's really, really good. Let's put a pin in this. Okay. Let's put and a then pin let's in try. This. To, yes. Fucking. I, I want to see dogs in armor. I think it's so <laughs> cute. Oh, we're All getting right. dogs in armor. It sounds like. <laughs> This one comes to us from Twitter on Twitter from Scrimmy. B- Scr- His name always trips me up. Scrimmy Bingus certified dingus at Coyote. <laughs> okay, looking. Freddie Mercury goes through the gauntlets of heaven and hell to be brought back to life in the 1980s. His goal: bring a CD containing modern day knowledge of HIV/AIDS to doctors and scientists during the AIDS crisis. The final boss is Ronald Reagan. Hey, AJ. Yeah. This is just fucking Doom, but with Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Are you telling me like, that Doom guy is currently going through the time to try to kill Ronald Reagan and bring knowledge about the HIV virus to common I day? Mean, I mean, one of the guys is, I mean, they're not comparable, but sure, for this joke. Yeah, the, the, the main villain of, <laughs> uh, of Samuel Hayden is just, is just Ronald Reagan. <gasps> Spoiler! It's in the first game. You know who he is. Yeah, but I didn't know that he was a bad guy because I never finished Doom 1. <sighs> You're missing out. Fuck, we have like half a playthrough on our old Fractoid gaming thing. <laughs> I be- know. I should lend that to you. It's such a good game. Um, okay, so you are you are fighting angels and demons. Actually, you know what this is comparable to? Bayonetta. Uh, how? I just feel like Bayonetta and Freddie Mercury have like the same level of gravitas and flair and sexual that's... power. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like oh. you look at Bayonetta and you're like, oh God, who's not attracted to you? And you look at Freddie Mercury and it's like, oh God, who's not attracted to you? <laughs> okay. Okay. You got some points. You got some points. Um, okay. So Bayonetta, but with like a little bit of Dante's Inferno sort of vibe to it. Okay. Yeah. I'm into Cause, that. Cause, cause he's like fighting through the eight circles. of Okay. So this is a franchise game actually. So like the first one is obviously Freddie Mercury went to, went to heaven and he's trying to get out and he's like, for you I've to get out. I've got to break free. Oh, was that, yeah, uh, was that Freddie Mercury? Yes. That was, yes! that was Queen. <laughs> um, you know who we get to do the soundtrack cause they do the best fucking Queen covers ever. You're just looking for another excuse to plug the proto men in our podcast, aren't you? You fucking bet I am. Just like how you're, always, <laughs> just like how you're always looking to like plug uh, Gurren Lagan or Pro Mare. I'm always looking to plug freaking Proto Men. Um, if you guys haven't heard, I okay, I'm gonna go on a little side. Music yeah, make, complete your plug. Um, if you guys want to hear the best Queen covers, um, I would recommend listening to uh, a, the Proto Men cover album of uh, A Night at the Opera. It's so fucking good. Um, also, if you like that sweet, sweet, uh, like arena rock sort of vibe, Proto Men or your alley, like some of the some of the names: um, Neon Leon, uh, Raul Panther the uh, Third, uh, Commander B Hawkins, and uh, fuck, what's the other one? Um, Lightning something. These are the uh, band members, not song song names. <laughs> yeah, these are the important band to members. note. <laughs> so fucking good. Um, so he's he. The first game is him fighting to get out of heaven. Then he crash lands in. Uh, in hell and has to fight his way through that to get back to earth and then the final game is just him fighting through 1980s america what i love about this is like through all three zones he will have another rival character i what are, are his are his rivals just other like artists trying to fight their way like like the second game is him just going up against prince (laughs) <laughs> yes and the third game the rival character is ronald reagan oh fuck okay 
actually, who was like a poster singer for Ronald Reagan? Because I feel like that's going to be his henchman. <laughs> who fight- was a good? Who was a big Republican singer during that time? I, I have don't... no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea either. Let me just really quick. <laughs> Republican musicians in the night. 19- 1980s. Elvis Presley was apparently a Republican. Oh, holy shit. Okay, yeah, we're fighting old Elvis Presley. Hold in the on, final wait, game. let me finish through here. Gene Simmons was a Republican, apparently. Now tell me that that would not make a good fucking reoccurring villain in the Hell playthrough. Of oh, shit. Two. Okay, so Gene Simmons, we you fight him. You want your him. fucking, like, doom energies. <laughs> oh, fuck. He just, like, his thing is anytime he needs <gasps> to heal. Kid he Rock, head off he's that. a fucking Republican. I knew it. I knew uh, it. I, th- I, I thought had... we were going to... Oh, that's right. We had this discussion on the last podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. We were like, you wouldn't be surprised if Kid Rock was, like, super Republican. I think what we should do... Gene Simmons is the hell, is the hell guide or the hell boss... Um, Elvis Presley would be a pretty good boss in heaven because he wears like all white and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Kind of like an angel thing. And then who is going to be our, I think maybe Ronald Reagan. Prince? I feel like, no, no, I think like Prince needs to be like the right hand man of Ronald Reagan. (laughs) He's like, oh, you know what his boss stage looks like? It's just like a fucking raging storm, but all the rain is purple. Oh shit, that's and cool. Like he, and he fights and he fights with doves. Like that's his whole thing. Holy okay, so we figured this game out. So he's fighting his way. Once he defeats Ronald Reagan, uh he he gets the CD. To fuck see I don't think CDs were rel- like CDs were like a late nineties thing. So is that how the game ends? He has a CD, he's like, Oh, I, I guess I jumped back a little bit too far. <laughs> Go quickly. It's gotta be a, Advance your technology, it's gotta be a you need to disc. get this to the people. What it? What is the circular disc? No, uh, he got, he's got to bring it to him on laser disc. I think that would be a little bit more applicable. <laughs> Bro, laser. who would use a laser disc at that time either? Laser discs was was around around the, in the eighties. Yeah, but I don't know if people used it even when it was around. Yeah, it was. Well, it was really expensive. <laughs> so I'm. I mean, like if it's if it's got medical stuff, I'm sure like the people like the people who would need to view it would be able to view it. Sorry, I was getting a phone call. Not a problem. All right, so I think it's nug time, bro. Or it's do you want to do a couple? Of, you want to do a couple lightning round, or you want to do nug? No, I want to do this nug. I right. really think that our nug is the rogue like video game, the competitive rogue like where you play as a dog going into a dungeon, and then you have to play battleship against your friend fellow dogs. I do like it. It's definitely. I think it's pretty fleshed out. So. Okay, so you can play different kinds of dogs because that would give you different abilities in the dungeons. Yeah, I think that like you and I again, we played crawl recently, and I want to take some like some stuff out of their hand basket, and like one of their mm-hmm. things is like they have unlockable characters. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that like there's different dogs with different bonuses and different like skills. Mm-hmm. maybe there's a dog that starts the game off with a sword and so like while the sword doesn't count as a bone it is very high damage that can rush you through some of the earlier floors mm-hmm. but but so because they're it... carrying a sword they're they're a little slower you just know that you're going to get through those first floors safer so could you do a thing where like say the beginning of the game is you have a you like in crawl you choose the god that you worship and then that gives you access to a couple different sub monsters. Well, I don't know if we have sub monsters so, in this. Well, game. Well, 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 what I'm thinking is is say you you depending on what dog you choose you have access to different litters. So you have like four dogs. You get like you have if you choose this one dog you have access to four puppies and then you can assign which puppy you want to use on what levels. So like the moment you go down to another level it's like tag where it just gives you the access to that you want to like you want to specialize one dog to each level. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, so, so okay. you build a team that accesses these four different Okay, so levels. then rather than like okay, here it is. Rather than gods, you get to pick your owner. And the owner uh, will have like like a lab, a boxer and a corgi. Okay, okay. Or another one will have like four dachshunds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, diff- and maybe those aren't necessarily like. I don't know if they're necessarily things that you can swap every floor, 
Maybe mm-hmm. maybe there is somebody that has the option to swap every floor, but I think that those are better to think of as lives, maybe, per the run. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the dogs can do the same things, roughly. They just look different. They look different, yeah. I mean, maybe ah. there's some differences, right? Like, if you have a Great Dane, the Great Dane probably has a lot more health than the Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe this. Okay, maybe so, maybe we don't do the lives thing. Maybe we just have a bunch of different dogs with a bunch of different stats you can choose from. Yeah, simplify it, and then depending on like, oh, I know where I know my weaknesses is that I tend to get hit a lot, and I need to be a little bit more agile. Let me choose a dog that gives me an extra dash or something like that. Yes. Okay. Or so a then extra reach. So then we'll do this like um, maybe Binding of Isaac style. Like you go in, and mm-hmm. as you play this game with friends, you're gonna unlock more of the dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're like little. They're like little, um, like prisoners, like locked in like certain the dun- in dungeons. So, like, if you find a key on one level, you can go to the opposite and unlock somebody, like Gungeon style, where you have to find the key to a cell in one part of the level and then bring it to the opposite side and unlock that person's cell. I like so that a lot. How, that that yeah, leans so, into like the party game element because then I may mm-hmm. lose the round, but hey, I did unlock us a new dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, oh, you know what? Uh, these dogs. What do dogs hate? They like they hate uh, gophers. So maybe the, this is like a dungeon built by gophers. <gasps> yeah. So the gophers have like <laughs> the gophers have been kidnapping like the local like neighborhood dogs, and that's the whole thing of it. Okay. So you're like that's so the moment good. you free a dog, it goes back to its owner. So you unlock a new owner and their dog or something, or just unlock that dog. Yeah, you unlock home. a new dog for your home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk armor. So, like, how does is there like a material system in this, like with Moonlighter, where you have or oh, actually, you know what it could be. Um, actually, I don't know because we kind of want to have this like everything you unlock, everybody has access to. So, I'm what trying if, to figure out. Go ahead. What if you created a little bit of like a rogue light situation? Like, I remember back in the day. You, Back when Mario Party could go longer than 15 yeah. minutes tops, you I can kind of set up like a, a timer, right? So what if like there is an RPG gear system and you can unlock armor and upgrade yourself so that you can go back down into the dungeons? Mm-hmm. But at the very beginning of the session, you set up, hey, we're going to play this game for 30 minutes or, hey, we're going to play this game for 40 minutes. I think you should do rounds like because each round you come back with new things and new unlockables. So, like, um, you meet a... There's always, like, a marketplace on each level. Just like any of these roguelike things, there's, some, there's like, a place you can always go buy things. So, you whatever you buy, um, that's you'll be able to use for your next run. So, like, say you and I are doing a thing, and we want to do three rounds of this. And each round, whoever has the most bones wins that round. And I do, we'll have to discuss and like, what, is, what do you get out of that? Like, if you have more bones, is there, like more points do you have oh you have more money to spend on the next round like you have more money to spend in the marketplace so you can get a little bit further in the next round Ooh, i like that a lot actually okay or you could do a thing like monster hunter style like the more bones you have the more armor you can craft so like the more raw material you have like these dogs wearing bone armor that's fucking radical that is really fucking cool. Um, I like the idea that the more bones you have after the round of Battleship, the more mm-hmm. money you have to purchase armor. I definitely mm-hmm. uh, like the idea of there being a bone armor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there a marketplace at the top? Like there's, before you go into the dungeon, you can do things? Or can you only buy, oh, you know, it'd be kind of weird, like kind of interesting. It doesn't really happen in Moonlighter. Well, actually, kind of. Um, you kind of just kind of upgrade things, and whatever you take into the dungeon is what you have with you. Yeah. Um, so if you die, you go back to the uh, the 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 beginning of the dungeon. You go back to the backyard, and you and what if you dropped everything you brought into the dungeon? So you could do a thing where, like, okay, I want to bring 50, 50 bones with me so I can buy whatever armor once I'm in there. But if you die, you lose those fifty bones and whatever you're currently carrying. So the I'm game could that shift we're adding on a, a lot of gameplay mechanics for a roguelike. You know what I mean? Like this is you all so? stuff that's going to be scrapped after the twenty-minute game session. Mm, okay, I see what you mean. Like you just want it to be upgrades that are like simple. And yeah, don't like if there's it. a shop between rounds, I think that that's mm-hmm. totally fine and very good. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do that then. So after the after the battle game, the battle the battleship game, you can then you have like a minute to spend your money, and then you go into the next round, see how far you can get and who gets more bones. Yes, just and really can, quick, really can... fast. Yeah, and like that would be like a twenty minute session, however many rounds you can fit within that timer. And I like the idea that like if you go to the next floor, it starts a timer for your competitor, so that the, your competitor knows like, oh, okay, we're moving on to the next round now. Mm, okay, so like if somebody initiates, well, actually, I don't think it, I don't think there should be pressure because it could be like it, it, you have a set amount of time. So like if you manage to get to the end of the dungeon, you just have more time to go running around and finding collectibles. But like, how I don't often think are you going to like be like, oh, I'm in a rogue, like I better go back to a room. Um, I think there could be, if you play the thing where, like, you find a key in level three that unlocks a door in level one, you have the option of doing that. Then it just becomes like, is this worth my time? And will I still be able to collect my big bone if I decide to do this? Is is unlocking a new dog worth the time it's going to cost me? I think that's kind of intriguing because that causes, it makes you balance, like, what things are worth. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Okay, then what are you suggesting for the system, just so that I get it a little bit clearer? Uh, What do you mean? Like, what is the game loop? You you go through, you fight your way room to room, and then you like come across things in room like, oh, there's a jail cell. It needs a diamond-shaped key or an X-shaped key. And then you just keep an eye out for it, you know? Um, now, as now you what happens the, you, when you decide to go to the next floor? Or is there not a floor? It's just an endlessly expanding roguelike dungeon until the timer is up. I think you could do that, but I would also like to introduce bosses at the end of everything. That's why I want to do floors, right? Like That's mm -hmm. why I'm thinking like you do a floor. That way, if somebody beats their boss and moves on to the next floor before the competitor, the competitor Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have time to just be like, well, he finished his boss and ran out of stuff, but I'm going to just kick it and figure out all the stuff that I want. Okay, so let's say it's never-ending, and here's the thing. Every enemy you fight on the level gives you small bones, sometimes, like, let's go, like, common, uncommon, and rare bones. So then you you go through, you fight all the little bo- uh, little bosses, uh, or sorry, the little enemies that give you common and uncommons that you can use uh, for the battleship game. The bosses give you the rare bones, like the really, really cool big ones that are, like, weirdly shaped and interesting that'll give you a lot of money in between rounds. You can only hold five bones. Yeah, you can only hold five bones. So you can do a thing where, like, you can go through five bosses and just do five uh, super rare bones, or you're like, okay, I'm just going to focus on trying to, this round, just try and get the commons and uncommons because I'm not really geared up to take on a boss or something like that. Yes, I like this game a lot, actually. And then then different uh, classes give you different bone values. So, like, you're you're the chihuahua where it's like it's harder to beat things up but like to your perspective a small bone is a giant bone because you're a small yeah, dog the smaller so bones it's, are it's, worth more it's worth more to you as a dog like or a real if you, estate like, beat a boss that gives you like a special bone that's very small you get a bonus point yes or like um certain bones like the bosses are randomly generated or something like there's different yes. kinds of bosses. So like each boss can randomly spawn a special bone that might match up with your class. Like you're a Doberman pincher. So like uh, bones that are uh, like joints are more worth it to you than anything else or something yes, like yes, that. Yes. I like that so a lot. Like, so if like you luck out and get the bone that you're like, uh, for lack of a better description, proficient in, um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> I've been reading th- through the DD books, so like I just like proficiency on my fuck on my mind. It's a good word, yeah. Ye- Dude, fuck yeah, that's a cool game. What are we gonna call it? What are we gonna call it? I kind of like a the bo- idea of a just bone to pick. Doghouse. Bone dog to pick's not bad either. So, uh, or dog bone or dog bones. I throw a dog a bone throw a dog a bone that's a fun one i'm trying to think of like a two word like catchy title like because there's crawl there's gungeon there's moonlighter it's like that's a lot of the rogues are really like oh i have one for you dogvania 
Dogvania. <laughs> <laughs> so why? It's not like a Metroidvania. Fuck it. Vania is a cool thing. Castlevania got away with it. Yeah, because that's the fucking thing. It's a. <laughs> I mean, like, sure. I mean, like, sure. How about this? If we, if we, in, if we implement, like, if you get a certain weapon or a certain power in one of the later levels, you can go back to previous levels and unlock new rooms on that level. So, like, you can you can unlock secret bosses on previous levels. What? Well, I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> Metroid Metroidvania is all about the thing of you unlock new power-ups that give you access yeah, to Yeah, but you can't areas. do a roguelike Metroidvania. AJ, that's I can do a completely the fuck I want. different this is a game. Fake game. We're not adding <laughs> that wrinkle in this late in the setup. Well, you know what? We still need to add bosses so this 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 game could fall in on itself. No, well, it's boy. not a Metroidvania. Okay. But still, let's call it, let's call it Bonevania or Dogvania. I want to call it Doghouse. You want to call it Doghouse? Yes. Uh, okay. Alter- yeah, I... Alternatively, Dogpile. Ooh, Dogpile's way better. All right, Dogpile it is. Do we want to see right. if we got a boss in our Discord for this video game? I do have one. Let me hear it, bud. All right. Garfield is a summon for this battle. So I'm thinking at the end of all this, because it's supposed to be kind of dogs versus cats, right? Or it's like, it's kind of dog. Well, we said it was dogs versus moles. Yeah, but maybe But I do like the idea that there's maybe a boss that is Garfield. Like, who's to say that there Uh, isn't some cats down here? Yeah. Okay, actually, you know, we should talk a little bit about, like, what we'll use our boss fight thing on Discord as, like, these are some of the random ass bosses that you would fight in this roguelike. Yes. So Garfield's one. Do you? Uh, do you have another one? Yeah, I what, I got one from Gazer. Waffles the Nightmare Dragon. <laughs> I was just looking at that one. So it's is it is okay. Real question: Is it a dragon that breathes waffles, or is it a dragon that covets waffles? I think it's just a really spook ass, mean looking dragon named Waffles. Okay, I like that. Oh, that like before you go into um the boss like ring. It's just like it has like a like a little decrepit like sign that just says waffles the dragon on it. Yes. Yes, waffles yes, the yes. Dragon. Dude, fuck yeah. Um oh god, an unwarranted K-pop video in your Twitter reply. So, you have to fight one of them is a K-pop troop of moles. So like in K-pop <laughs> K- K-pop troops are huge. Like there's a couple of them that go up to like 50 members, right? So this is Some one of, of those them boss get up fights. There. So one, so this boss fight is you're fighting like fifty like mini boss like mini 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 bosses in one big arena. So like one <laughs> swipe of your sword will knock away like three of them, but you still have like forty seven of them to go. Hell yes, I love that. And like the health bar gets smaller and smaller every time you kill one of them. Yep, 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 yep. All right, do you have one more? Or do you think that is it for our little game? I think that's it for this game. I like this Dude. idea and like. Yeah, I like this game. Would we Little decide Dogpile? Dog yeah, Dogpile's it, man. That's a game, I think. That is a game, I think. Are we ready to go to Patch Notes? Yeah, let's go to Patch Notes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. If you guys like this podcast, make sure to share it with a friend. I know everybody's on the, on the, the lookout for new content while we're stuck inside for the next month, and I think podcasts are a fun little medium for that. I know I've been I've been chewing through Night Vale. <laughs> Oh, you've been chewing through Night Vale? Yeah, like I, I, I took a break from it for a little while because it just kind of got, uh, I was just reading a lot more and I just didn't find myself listening to podcasts. Gotcha. But now that, now that I'm just kind of like inside and just playing Doom, sometimes it's nice to just turn on Night Vale. It's really yeah. good podcast if you haven't heard of it. Podcasts are a great thing to like kind of share around right now too. I know like as long as we're plugging stuff really quick, uh, I've been listening to the counterweight story from Friends at the Table. Ooh, there you go. And Dude. it's just really good. And like like Blake and I said, we're going to leave like a Twitter thread on probably Tuesday or Wednesday of some mm-hmm. of the stuff that we've been checking out lately. And, you know, if you guys want to check those out or share this podcast with a friend right now, I think that that'd be a cool thing to throw their way. Additionally, too, on that thread, if you guys want to be adding stuff that you're listening to. Oh, yes, please, please, please. Everybody please. else wants to check out. Uh, I know I'll definitely be peeking through that. 
And um, I think that's it for this week. Hopefully, yeah. this us recording in two separate places uh, doesn't make the whole pacing of this sound a little too different. Yeah, and if it does feel a little bit weird, bear with us. We're figuring out this workflow, too. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been Spiritual Successor. Our intro and outro music. music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. And these are cool games that should not be made.